2: All right, guys, injuries, Elijah Mitchell will be questionable, Greenlaw questionable, and that's it.
1: Well, Greenlaw was was originally listed listed with a rest day, and then then after that it was hamstring. So was that that something that just popped up? Yeah, it
2: was during our walkthrough, just did something, didn't feel comfortable with it, and now we're being safe, and we'll see how he feels tomorrow.
1: Is he one of the players that could play without really practicing in a week, just with his knowledge? Definitely,
2: yeah, definitely.
1: How's Elijah
2: looked? Uh, good, he had a full speed practice uh, yesterday and was full go today. So he's had a good week.
1: You we talk about uh, Miles Garrett against Trent Williams. How many times in, in your coaching career have you kind of seen a one on one matchup between two two Titans like that?
2: Um, I've seen him practice a lot um, with our guys, but um, it's rare, I mean, Trent's as good as it gets. Um, you play, there's a number of good guys in this league, especially over the years. Um, but who he's got this week is right up there with anybody. So huge challenge for him. Same on the other side, for Garrett, and uh, it's real fun for football fans to watch. How
1: did Randy Gregory's week of practice go in terms of getting him
2: ready to potentially play? That uh, was good, he fit, fit in well, um, was able to get through three full practices, learning, picking up our scheme. I think some styles he's used in the past are very similar, so I think he'll pick it up fast and excited to see him here on Sunday
1: when you uh, hired Chris kassaek in 2019 you you noted that you had had trouble going against that that defensive front uh, earlier in your career going against that defense in, in practices the last four years have you figured out ways you know what its weaknesses are and ways to get around a, a good wide wide nine
2: um I mean I think you I think that's why we Wanted to get it. I think you always kind of know the weaknesses of it and how to do it. It's really hard to do. Um, that's why I've always liked it so much. Um, just going against Jim in Tennessee when I first started out in Houston um, was our first time experiencing it. Um, it was just different than everyone else. And a couple teams have done it over the years, but that's why our goal always was to get someone who knew how to coach that up front. And Jim always being as good as anyone at it. And um, it's always tough to go against, but when you have great players like he does, it's even. A lot tougher. Is
1: it the Browns, you guys, the Browns and the Eagles that, that use it the most?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I haven't watched the Eagles yet this year. But they've always been a part of that, You know, with Schwartz being there for so long in their style.
1: Back when you traded for Christian on that Thursday night.
2: Right, the Jets right? tried to do it too, the Jets also.
1: Uh, back when you traded for Christian on that, what, Thursday night, Friday before the Kansas City game last year. Did, did you realistically expect him to, to to be ready for to play on that Sunday and uh, you know second question on top of that what was or what are your memories of that whole process of cramming the, the, to get him ready to play for Sunday
2: um it was John asked me on Thursday if we get him in here? Does he have a chance? We get him in here Friday halfway through practice. Does he have a chance to play? And I said, absolutely not. That's way too, I don't want to expect that out of anybody. Um, and then I called him on the phone about like an hour later just to talk to him the first time. And um, when I hung up, I said, we better get him a playbook because that dude's coming in here ready to play and he's adamant. He won't struggle at all. And then we saw him out of practice that Friday. We got to talk to him all Saturday and it wasn't us cramming him. It was him doing it and he knew enough to be able to get in there and Oh, he said he would be fine. He made us feel that and about 20 really after a phone conversation. And then that Sunday, he didn't have one mistake.
0: Over the past couple weeks- Is there
2: more to that? Is there another question?
0: I think you answered
1: both.
2: Yeah, okay, okay, that's, that's good nice.
0: Yeah. Um, over the past couple of weeks, Nick Bosa has been sharing pass rushing techniques with Fred and then he did it with Randy Gregory I think, yesterday or the day before. Is that happening organically and are you aware of it, and how does that speak to just the selflessness
2: of this to you? Um, I'm not aware of it. It is happening organically, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, Bosa is a, definitely understands this craft and thinks about it a lot and what he does, and he's pretty good at it. Um, so we got a lot of smart guys. So I'm sure guys ask them stuff a lot, and as long as he's telling stuff to people on our team, we're all good with it.
1: They're officially going with P.J. Walker uh, with Watson rolled out. Did I assume you? Have anticipated the last few days. What, what does Walker present
2: in terms of problems or? Um, I mean, I've always been a fan of his over the years. Uh, he's, you know, he's got experience. He's a vet. He can hurt you with his legs. He can hurt you with his arm. Uh, I think when he's got his opportunities in this league, he's done a good job. Um, having Steve be familiar with him in Carolina helps a lot. You know, I don't have to look too much into it. I know Steve's got a good feel and um, what his pluses and minuses are. And um, we've been preparing it all week like it could be this too
1: cross paths with uh, Sean Gibson in, in Cleveland in 2014. But what have you learned about him
2: you know, since since he got here last year? Um, I mean, I got to know him better since he's been here. I think that was his rookie year and I was only there one year. So I didn't know him that well personally. I just knew how good he was there. I mean, he was that one of the better safeties in the league there right away. Um, really helped us that year. I think he had gone on to do stuff and I was always familiar with him being on that team. and. He was tough when we went against him in Jacksonville. He's really tough in Chicago and now just getting to know him. And I mean, we call him the dad of our team and he's not cuz he's that old. He's just older than the guys around him. And uh, but he has a different type of maturity too, that he brings wisdom to the game. The way he takes care of himself, how hard he goes. And um, kind of the dad of the group. But when you watch him on Sunday, he seems like a kid out there too. He's into it, he runs, he hits, he's got great ball skills, great instincts and um, has a little, has a good demeanor and energy out there that we think fits with our team well too.
1: You guys break a franchise record uh, for consecutive regular season wins. For, for the 89-90 team, you have an appreciation um, of the history of this franchise. I mean, I realize you've got bigger goals uh, than that, but would that be pretty cool to you know break you know a record held by you know kind of that, that dyna- dynastic era team?
2: Um. I mean, I got so much respect for the history here and those teams, but I mean, it's a record over two seasons. It's, it's cool, but it's not really though. It's, I mean, it's over two seasons and it's would be cool to do that all in one season. Um, but I mean, it's better than not doing it. We're, we're happy about it. It's, it'd be a cool thing to do, but I don't think it's that big of a deal personally. All right, guys. All right, thanks guys.
0: Live Nation presents Concert Week,